Welcome to the Free From Wall Street Podcast, where we talk about how to create, preserve, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. And now, here's your host, Stephen Libman, managing partner of Integrity Holdings Group. Welcome back to the Free From Wall Street Podcast. We are excited today. We have Laura and her husband, Scott St. John. Guys, thanks so much for jumping on here and talking to us a little bit about your lifestyle, your businesses, kind of what everything that you've done. Just, uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. We're so excited to be here and it's a privilege. I think time's the biggest commodity, right? It is. And we met a couple of weeks ago and actually months ago now, it was about Christmas time, right? Yeah. And we got to sit down and for the listeners, Give them a little bit of background about what it is that you guys do and where your business is at now and kind of what was the evolution of that? Sure. Uh, you want me to? I'll yeah, take it off. It sure. Thanks again for having us here and appreciate everybody's time. Uh, we own a company called Strong Confident Living, and it's to help people turn up their lives with fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching. We do it all online, so we've been able to leverage our experiences so much. And we've had a lot of experiences that have brought us here in terms of evolution. Uh, we've got an entire online experience that people can subscribe to, but it came based on years and years of being together and even coming from a very entrepreneurial family background. Both of us um, have parents that have their own businesses. Oh, cool. So even on our very first date at 19 and 20, and now we're 44 and 45 at the time of this recording. So it's kind of neat uh, to see our own evolution, the evolution of how we were brought up. But on our very first date, we were like, how are we going to work together? You know, nice. What are we going to do together? And it's so you didn't think about how to invest in mutual funds together? No, not at all. Actually, okay. That never really came up once. <laughs> no, we, uh, we came from that idea of we were going to create our own fortune. And, you know, we, we grew up in a, in, like she said, in a family entrepreneurial spirit. And it was really something that never dawned on us not to be. You know, so for us, we were lucky enough to want to work together from the get-go. So, you know, it's been about 25 years now that we've been working together. And we've always created businesses in which we both can succeed and have our own bit of success in, yet at the same time being able to rely on each other to have that support, but creating businesses in which we could also then leverage. And for us, give us a lifestyle in which we wanted to live, which was, you know, my wife's three Fs, family, fun, and freedom. And for that, it took a lot of real vision work for us, you know, because it's so outside the norm of what you're typically taught and told to do in school. Right. And, you know, for, for me, I always told my wife, like, I never want to be normal. Right. Like, I don't want to live inside that box. Ordinary. Ordinary. Extra ordinary. So, you know, we always <laughs> try to think outside the box, whether it was through financial or family or, again, even in business. And it's led us to really just a really unique lifestyle more than anything. And we're here we are now ended up in Malibu, California, because we really just wanted to live by palm trees and water. I was laughing at, you know, I love the name of this podcast. And I was like, we are the farthest from Wall Street, like even physically <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> in Hawaii right now, that's uh, right. being on the edge of the Pacific Ocean here. But yeah, we have a lot of life experiences from, again, you know, when it's part of your identity and what you see growing up in terms of Scott's from New England, uh, Vermont, like the gritty, like hardworking energy of like, let's get this done. Let's roll up our sleeves. 
I come from a background that was, my dad was an originally an architect. My mom was a teacher. He was a civil engineer. So it was like left brain, right brain. Let's like knock down walls. Let's recreate the future. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they came from, his family came from like, they own several different businesses mm-hmm. in Vermont and New England. My family, you know, created a business from scratch that was about, it, it, was, it was named Imagine Tomorrow. It was about teaching kids and investing in kids the future and teaching them to believe in themselves. So we worked in both of our families' businesses for so long too, together and, and apart growing up and then becoming together and working together that again, it, it just gave us this amazing background. You know, everything's a stepping stone for the next thing. You know, yeah. whether we were teaching to kids or teachers, you know, moving around the country, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So you guys started your own businesses out in Colorado, right? We started our own businesses back in New Jersey. That's when it first started, which took us to Colorado because we started licensing a program that she had just brought up about teaching children technology skills, so forth and so on. But when we decided to actually leverage that into a licensing program where we became more of a business investment and a business opportunity, we decided that we could be doing that from anywhere. So again, why be ordinary? Let's move to the base of a ski area. So we moved out to Colorado and we set set up our worldwide training center there. And again, because, you know, I think for a lot of people, they get in the idea of we've got to do this before we can go here. Right. And Laura and I were always in the idea of why wait, like why not create what you want to do now? Because you want to be like, we want to enjoy ourselves as much as possible. We don't want to wait to there and then be like, okay, now, now we think we're going to be okay. Because we also see, you know, luckily we've been, we've been mentored by a lot of, you know, amazing people. And I think that's another huge aspect when it comes to business and finance and success is realizing what your limitations are and how do you ask for help? And where do you lean on those people to be like, wow, you're doing something really cool. Just, you know, like, let me hear what, how it is that you do that. You know, so for us, it was really taking that leap of faith and, and taking that step. And one of the lines I use all the time is I'm also a fitness trainer, right? Is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And Laura and I are really comfortable In getting house. uncomfortable. <laughs> Sometimes a little too much. But it's a good thing. It went, if you apply it to entrepreneurialism, yeah. right? It's a really good thing to have that, that fear of the unknown or the faith of the unknown taking that leap and saying, you know, we always looked at each other being like, we want to create this fantastic life and we want to be, you know, old at a hundred years old. I actually have this card in front of me on my desk that says, here's to your hundred year, like birthday. Cause I, nice. I always, I always go there in my brain and I'm like, at the end of the day, I want to look back on my life and be like, we did that. And we would always see like an image of these two rocking chairs, looking at a sunset towards the West, being like, we created this fantastic lifestyle for ourselves, for our kids, for other people, for other entrepreneurs, um, for people just to tap into that self that's inside. So a couple things um, to unpack here, right? So one, what's a comfort zone? I don't know anymore. I know it sounds like you guys don't know anymore either. And that was difficult in the beginning, but like any other muscle that you work out, you get more used to it, right? I mean, we gone from one piece of the business to the next and we continue to grow and the more uncomfortable you become the more you realize comfort it's an illusion you might have an illusion of comfort but what does that mean i know friends that have doctorates that can't find a job right now that doctorate degree was supposed to give them a lot of comfort through their lives but it doesn't so once you recognize that comfort's an illusion and you can get comfortable being uncomfortable as you said 
then that's, that's a huge growth point. Two, mentorships. I mean, you don't have to know everything. You know, this is one of the scariest parts, I think, of most people being an entrepreneur is I have to know everything before I get started, right? You mentioned it before. We have to get here before we can go here. I mean, that's kind of the crux of the invest with purpose tagline that we have is I wanted to figure out a way to give abundantly before I felt like I should financially be able to give abundantly. So what did we do? We figured out a different way to give abundantly through our deal flow versus from my own pocketbook, right? Which is you figure things out when you start asking the question, how do I not, well, let's wait until we get here and then there. So, I mean, these are huge points, right? I hope the listeners are taking notes on this stuff because the mindset piece of this, right, which is what you focus on, Laura, is so super important. And I think by, I mean, I say Laura, but I mean, by virtue of just being in the business, like that might be what you focus on teaching, but to have even what you do, John, you need to be able to have the right mindset to be able to build a business, to be successful, to recognize what your lifestyle should look like and why you even want it. You know, I think it's really interesting that we are taught that once we can do this, then we can enjoy life. Yeah. It's shocking to me, right? The whole crux of what our podcast is, it's... No, I just want to add to that because a lot of people are pushing back their own happiness and success without actually recognizing or being... It's unintentional that I see people all the time uh, pushing and back their own happiness or that own leap of faith to get to that point. So you say illusion and it's so right. I call it perception for people, right? Because all that you have to do is put on, I say, a different pair of glasses, a different lens to see your life, the same exact situation that you're in right now. So I'm a mindset coach. So he's the fitness trainer, but I'm a mindset teacher, a mindset coach. And that's very much where I usually meet people where they're at um, in saying, where trust in yourself, trust in the process, but stuck is just a feeling. And most people are feeling stuck, Mm. whether it's stuck inside their current life, their current Wall Street job, their current whatever. And we help people get unstuck by just simply meeting them where they're at. Because if if people think their current reality is an illusion, sometimes people don't get how, well, then how do I change my reality? And what we very simply show people is we shift people's perceptions, exactly that. And even though you're like pushing people into the uncomfortable zone, like through a tough workout or all these things where people learn that they could have another rep in them, that they do have the grit inside to keep going, that just when things get tough, you can keep on and wow, you find that inner strength. I love the opposite. I love to start where like, well, what makes you comfortable and happy? Like, what do you actually really want in your life? When Scott said family, fun and freedom, have been our drivers from day one, those core values have never changed. Even if our businesses have changed, you know, yeah. even if our investments have shifted, like those core values are like our guiding principle of like uh, the end of all. And so sometimes it's like people are so stuck, they don't even know what's comfortable. They don't even know what they want. So it's a lot of those pieces, knowing what we're really good at and what we're not good at Yeah, has been huge. You know, I mean, I think it's, I think it's such a big point and it comes up a lot while we have these conversations, especially on our podcast, it's core values. And I think for whatever reason, we're not taught to sit down and really think about and write down what our core values are, right? Do this with your spouse. If you're married, do it by yourself separately, both separately, and then come together and look at what they are. 
it's a really interesting exercise and not interesting, but important because you start to go a little bit deeper, right? You're like, well, what's my why? My why is my family. Okay, why? Right? And you keep getting a little bit deeper, like, well, why is that fulfilling to me on a different level than me just saying, yeah, I want to spend time with my family? Well, I know a lot of entrepreneurs that say they want to spend time with their family all the time, but every time I call them, they're able to pick up the phone, they're able to jump on a Zoom call, they're not spending time with their family. And I was guilty of this, so I, I can speak against it because my first couple of years was all about rise and grind. Let's do this. This is what an entrepreneur needs to look like. And now, right, we've taken responsibility for our calendar. Well, my family is a priority, but it's not in my calendar. Why? Right? My kids are a priority, but I'm not making time for them every single day. Why? Right? So when you start to write down your core values and then you start to plug that into your day and say, well, if it's family fun and freedom, where's my family time today? Where's my fun time today? And where's my free time today? If you don't find it, right? I, I love this quote, your priorities show up in your calendar. Totally. Right? So when you start to see what you prioritize, it's pretty easy, right? Just, just ask somebody to write down what they do for a week. It's kind of like the financial piece. Where's my money going? Write it all down for a week. See where you're spending your money. You'll find out where your treasure is. Like if you could do that with your calendar, same thing. Core values always bubble to the top. And what you say they are and what they might be today might not be in alignment. You can change that, right? But it's intentionality, it's recognition. And so I love the fact that you take people down this road because again, it's not part of the education system that most people have, right? It's like, I'm going to push off my own happiness so that I can grind today so I can be wealthy later. It's like, well, you're trading time for money. How can you overcome that? And there's a bunch of different ways, right? And that's the coaching is asking those questions. Can you carve out 30 minutes? I mean, John, how long are your workouts? Uh, they go anywhere from 15 on to an hour, 15 minutes all the way up to an hour. Right. So, and they're, yeah. I, I love the, uh, what are the, what's it called? In, intentionally. Intentionally, intentionally intense. intense. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> to teach you the struggle. So, so the, the real theory behind that was, is, you know, people always go to yoga classes and meditation classes to find Zen, right? To find their peace. And what we wanted to do was kind of flip that on the head to be like, how can you find peace in the midst of struggle? Because mm. we struggle so much. How can you actually then become Zen in that moment? Because if you can become Zen in moments of true struggle, you've got it all covered. Right? Anyone can go get namaste and breathe and be happy. But what happens when, when nothing's happening? Like, yeah. When it's all easy, right? What, but what happens yeah. when you feel like you can't breathe and you, deadlines are coming and how are you handling yourself then? What are you doing to then take that actual step back and be like, I got this. I can handle anything. Mm. Right? So that is why we, get, we, we kind of flip that idea on its head to bring intentionally intense into workouts because our workouts aren't just a workout. It's just like, you know, what she was talking about before we infuse the idea of mindset into our workouts because we want you to leave there you know not only just feeling great about yourself but having an attitude of i can i will and having an attitude of like i can do anything like i can literally do anything if i can do this right, right? and it's and it's carried over for a lot of people and we've seen a lot of success come through just the, the success of a workout it's really neat to see people say like whether it's a financial project or a project at work mm -hmm. or a, an issue that they're you know having with the one of their children that they're like because of your workouts it's given me the fortitude or the endurance or the stamina the or the the we literally infuse positive affirmations knowing that in the moment of the heat of the struggle when your yeah. brain is off, endorphins are on, and like things are kicking up, and you're in the struggle, Scott is saying, 
like you can, you will. And you start hearing that. So you're kind of like, from a mindset perspective, I'm like, it's, it's, it's like a genius way to rewrite certain scripts as you're getting in really good shape. Yeah. Cause self-talk is, I mean, you talk to yourself the most than anybody else does. Right. So when you can figure out how to talk yourself, talk to yourself properly, you can really start to change the trajectory. Navy SEALs are fantastic at this, right? I've met a lot of SEALs that have gone through training, have been in war, and Jocko Willink, he, he wrote the book Extreme Ownership. He talks about this a lot where, hey, in high-stress situations, you need to relax, look around, make a call. And that, that's his mantra, right? Relax, look around, make a call. It's real easy in low-stress situations, right? It's real easy to breathe and get all namaste in yoga class. When it's not is when bullets are flying by you, guys are getting shot next to you, you have all these different things. What's up, Kim? Only certainty is uncertainty. So, you know, how can you become more proactive in those times? And whether we're showing people that through a workout experience or what happened to then be our lifestyle, like people love to see us move from New Jersey to Colorado being like, oh, I wish I could be like you guys. And, you know, that would drive Scott crazy being like, well, you can't. You know, yeah. you literally every set of every day, you have every opportunity to make new decisions and reinvent yourself from this moment forward. And it's not to and, say that yeah. you guys did it kind of willy nilly, right? I mean, you didn't just decide, hey, today's the day, right? You made a plan and you executed Ooh, yeah. the plan. Yeah, yeah, we always kind of had the plan of this is where we want to go. And again, it was just when was the timing correct? And then seizing the opportunity and then actually make, and then making the call. But, you know, right. the timing will never feel entirely right. So you, there's a mix of planning yeah. and intuition, right? And the intuition is to guide you not from fear, but to guide you into faith. So it's when do I believe that I can step into that unknown and be pulled more by where I want to be going versus being pushed by the fear of what if I just stay here? And I think that's what we've gotten really good at, recognizing there's a huge difference between trying to move yourself away from a negative external push, mm. right? That's pushing you like a fear from something and a leaving because going into action from fear will just, you know, this is the number one thing that I see as a mindset coach is that most people move from a negative impulse, which that is what it's good. Like even if you want to drop 30 pounds, like, or you want to change your financial viewpoint or you want to change your life or a relationship, you know, most people are like, I hate what I see in front of me now, so I'm going to go into action and change. I'm going to throw out everything in my fridge. I'm going to go on to this new diet. I'm going to, you know, leave my job. I'm going to, you know, change my relationship. And if that's, like, great, if you can just stop in the moment, right, take the breath and realize, okay, this is clearly what I no longer want in my life. I'm ready to draw a line in the sand, as we call it. This is my line of clarity, we call it. Mm. And what's the flip side of that that brings me in not to move from fear to move into clarity and faith saying so as a goal, this must be what I actually desire. If I hate this body, I want to live strong and confident in my body. I want to walk down that beach. I want to put on any clothes. I want to feel like I can rock any decade or financially. We're like, you know, I don't want to not see my kids all day. Like I see that. I hear that all the time from parents. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be caught like in the, this job that I hate. Versus being like, well, I want family fun and freedom. How do we create that? So if on any given day, we could have breakfast, lunch, or dinner with our kids. We could, but it's yeah. our decision, not anyone else's. Yeah. And then you and take action yeah. from that side. And that's where the freedom really comes in, right? It's everybody thinks that financial freedom equals wealth. Financial freedom to me really just meant that I wasn't 
handcuffed to the job and the timing of the job, right? Being able to drive my daughter to school every morning and get back after nine o'clock, like big deal. Like the financial freedom is when you can pay your bills comfortably, maybe passively, or your job will do that for you, but it doesn't necessarily relate to wealth. Now, I think wealth creation is the next step of that, right? Financial freedom comes first, and then generational wealth creation comes from that next. But man, does it all start in the six inches between your ears? Because if you can't figure out how to, and I love what you were saying about the the negative to the positive, because I, I do believe that disgust is a huge motivator. If you live there, right? Then what you're recycling in your mind is that negative. So to recognize it because of one and then be able to retrain your brain onto how you're going to talk about achieving those things and what you feel good about, that's really big. And I don't know a lot of coaches that are talking about that, right? A lot of no, people- No, it's like literally my number up. one thing that I say. It's, it's the number one thing I flip, whether I'm working yeah. with an executive or whether I'm working with someone who's losing a hundred pounds. Athletes. It's the num- athletes, pro athletes. Like it is literally the number one thing that I- flip for them so clearly because they don't realize that they're pouring by moving from that negative thing versus just being like thanks baggage i don't need you anymore like i'm ready to release that take the backpack Um, off yeah but they don't realize that they're actually pouring more fuel on the fire that they're actually putting more energy into the energy of the problem versus the energy of the solution and i've just broken into like seven steps of how people can move their way out of this, no matter what kind of learning style they are, which is like comes from all of my teaching background. And then I broke it down to like 10 year old level. I work with as young as 10 and 11 year olds on the same seven steps. So I've made it, I've taken the most complicated mind processes and I've boiled it down now so simply. Yeah, that's amazing because I'm sure one, you have some 35 year olds that need to hear it as a 10 year old would. And then two, (laughs) and then two, this is not a new concept. I mean, even the Bible says, so a man thinks he is. So recycling that negativity in your brain constantly and expecting a good result out of it is kind of counterintuitive, right? right. But most it, people it, don't, don't say, well, what's the actionable items, right? What is, what's the step-by-step process for me to do this? And when you chunk it down to, I'm sure, bite-sized pieces, it becomes more tangible, more actionable, and more achievable, right? I mean, yeah. I'm sure you're seeing your achievement rate go through That's the roof. Insane. It's amazing because I, you know, because of my background in teaching, I make it, you know, visual. Like I have people draw things out sometimes and put the, like, it's very hands-on. It's auditory. They're hearing me. They're, they're talking. So it's like weaving in the different learning styles of mindset, but aligning their thoughts. I mean, I almost consider myself a self-talk coach sometimes because Mm. they'll tell me what they're thinking. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is the new thought of that is the flip side of that it's the polar opposite of that thought. But I see that for them so clearly when they don't see it for themselves. Yeah. And And like anything else, right? It's practice. You've gotten a lot of practice of recognizing it and saying, well, here's what the antithesis of what that statement is. If I've never thought about things like that, I could see how that could be really difficult for people. Again, it's, it's so easy for me to unstuck people. It's like my secret sauce because again, when people are stuck, their thought process is pulling in the emotion of stuck and stuck is just a feeling. I always tell people in the Mm. flow is a feeling and stuck is just a feeling. So when you can minimize it being like, well, it's just a feeling. And when I'm stuck in that stuck feeling, it attracts those thoughts, which then create the energy that puts me into behaviors and actions like that are in that repetitive cycle. When you can cut through all that, which I let Scott literally cuts through it in a physical way. 
So for like, we do the same That's thing. We shift people's down. perceptions and attitudes or the illusions of their current reality. He does it. I always say like, we, I feel like when we're coaching together or doing fun workshops together, like we just, you know, sometimes we go right to corporations and, you know, he'll do a workout for 300 people. I'll talk mindset. And I'm like, what he's doing physically for people who are just more physical learners and getting to their emotional state, getting to their thought processes, but through a tough experience is so him, but we get to the same goal. I, I always say, I feel like we're burrowing on both sides of the tunnel that he's making his way through the physical behaviors and actions to help people, you know, flip their emotions and their mental thoughts. And I'm coming it from the inside out. And it doesn't matter. We can meet everybody where they're at, whether they're a child or whether they're an adult. And it's fun. It's our this, one stuff, this stuff gets me so ramped up. I mean, I was never into kind of this personal growth and development, quote unquote, stuff until I really became an entrepreneur. I mean, I think we grow automatically through college so much because we're just focused on what the next step is that we come out and we're kind of lost or we stop growing. I mean, how many people do you know that just stop there? They'll maybe go get some more professional certificates and things. But once you start to realize that this all plays into every other aspect of your life, I mean, this personal growth and development plays into your spiritual life, plays into your relational life, into your marriage, into how you parent, into how you're a business. We had a great lady that's going to be on the podcast this week come out to our business a couple months ago. And we started talking about just being intentional with the calendar and reasonable with your expectations of yourself during the week. As entrepreneurs, we typically do a bad job of saying, I need to get all these things accomplished in a week. There's no chance you were going to ever do it. So you write down, how long will this take? How long will this take? And then you realize, well, I only have this many hours to get something done. And if I don't get this much stuff done in this many hours, that's completely reasonable. But I think entrepreneurs, they start to beat themselves up over this. It hurts the relationships. It hurts the business. So what she said to me, which was great, and you know, this is really how you guys implement yourselves into other people's lives, I feel like, is you have to understand that that success is holistic. It can't just be this one thing, right? You can't just be physically healthy and mentally broken. You can't be mentally healthy and physically broken. You can't have your calendar full and your relationships empty. Like there's this kind of holistic way that you need to look at things. You need to be reasonable and rational about how to achieve them. They need to be tangible and actionable steps. And as an entrepreneur, especially, I want to win, right? I want to win so bad that sometimes I can neglect other things and make myself lose. She came out once I blew my back out, which we were talking about a little bit before. And it was just a real realization that, wow, you know, I really neglected myself for the success of myself, which is so counterintuitive that I thought that by winning in business, I could win other places and then neglect myself over here. And she said, you just need to look at working out as making the business successful. She's like, it's okay to go and work out in the middle of the day because that is for your business. That is for your family. It doesn't feel like that sometimes, but again, self-talk, right? So I love the, the one-two punch that you guys provide to get people to a strong, confident mindset, to a strong, confident body, to a strong, confident lifestyle. You know, and we've talked about it before, like the financial piece of that all intertwines too. If you can get people to get at peace with a strong, confident financial plan, I feel like there's a good way to interconnect all of these things because we can't compartmentalize our lives. It's all one life, you know, and I love the look that you guys give to people because it's, it's not like, well, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on this and you're going to work on this. It's, 
we're going to combine all of those things and look at your life as a whole and really help you achieve those types of goals. So really appreciate everything that you guys are doing. It's taught me a lot. I'm psyched. I'm about to go flip some tables. Right? Like, let's go do it. Not yet. Little baby steps. One degree of change, we like to say. One degree. One degree at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, everybody that's listening, they, they want to find you. They want to get coached by you. They want to, I, I know that we didn't even touch on this, but give us some plugs. I know you, you're in the process of releasing an amazing online program too. And so where yeah. can people find you? Where, you know, tell us all the goods. Sure. Um, well, Strong Confident Living is where we're, you know, that's our umbrella company. And uh, we've just launched our online workout series and it's called the Worldwide Workout. It's super fun. It's like our hilarious banter of being together for 20 plus years. So I swear some people come in just for the entertainment value, so, but you will get in the best shape of your life. No, it's amazing. I mean, we've been on the news for it quite a bit and all that. And uh, the worldwide workouts part of strong, confident living. You can find, you know, just follow us in strong, confident living channels everywhere from Instagram to YouTube, to our Facebook, website, yeah. to website. our Facebook group blew up. It's just huge. Thousands and thousands of people from all over the world. Yeah. I'm in there. It's cool. Yeah, getting great. healthy. It's a lot of encouragement. In all kinds of ways. Yeah, it's a totally. lot. It's very motivational, and yeah, I'm excited to awesome. have you guys. You know, interact with us and get yeah. to you know everybody here more personally. Yeah, we're excited about it too. And you guys do corporate and personal coaching as well, so they can just find you on those websites and reach out directly through those. Yeah, just yep. hit us up. Uh, we love, love, love working with corporations, especially right now, you know, that want to roll out any of our online stuff to the employees. Yeah, and I think you brought up a great point when, it's when you discuss even corporations is how, you know, being effective in not only your mental health, but your physical health, how that is such a benefit to your organization, mm -hmm. right? Because if you have not only mental, but physical health in your employees, you have a, a such a stronger working machine, right? And that's what it comes down to is how can we be as effective as possible, as efficient as possible, so we can have family fun and freedom, even as a corporation, right. right? I mean, you look at some of these corporations who are pushing the envelope out here, and it's that holistic approach. It's that approach of, of creating really healthy, happy humans while they work. Yeah. Right. It can we be shut, done. We shut down our business for a couple of days to go through some of these workshops because as leaders, it's our responsibility to show people that we care about their whole life. We care about their home life, about their parental life. We care about, we're not just trying to burn the candle at both ends and squeeze every bit out of them. Right. I want longevity for my people. I want them to be happy in their job so that they're more productive and more efficient. So yeah, all of that stuff is, is great. And we've, we've been really getting around some awesome business owners that have seen some of the stuff that we're doing and going, wow, you know, maybe I should shut my business down for a couple of days and do some workshops on that. It's team building, it's getting them healthy. And it really, at the end of the day, makes your people understand that you really care about them, right? Not just their job and what they can produce for you. But that, that's what it comes down it's to. It's kind of like what you said, taking a break in the middle of the day to go work out. It's like having that same hiatus. Right? Yeah. To really get to your core and what's important and then be, you know, you'll be a thousand times more productive when you're moving from that positive place. Totally. Well, thank you guys so much for thank your time. You. Let's keep in touch. We're excited to see the rollout of the Worldwide Workout. And we thank will, you. You know, so if you want to find the information, it's going to be in the show notes. Reach out to yeah. Laura and John, Strong Confident Living. And you know what? I, post, I set up a promo code for FFWS. Woo! on the worldwide workout. So you guys will get a discount off your first month and uh, the promo code will be FFWS. 
Awesome. So we'll really that in the appreciate link that. Yeah. Listeners, go check it out. Maybe we'll even Zoom together. We're still quarantined. Maybe we'll do some Zoom workouts together. Love to. Awesome, Love guys. To. We'll talk All soon, right, man. take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. Like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe and head over to freefromwallstreet.com and sign up for our free guides to help you and your family invest with purpose.